You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. It has been a tremendous week here on the podcast. We had a really good conversation with Mike Sando, Mike Renner, uh, Sage on, on Tuesday. Went around the league Sunday night, as we will this Sunday night. So things are booming. Things are going well, as they are across the entire network. You know, we have college football. We, of course, we have NBA, which is where we started. Your favorite NFL team. So we're the biggest daily fantasy podcast in the world right now, network. So you got to check that out. And today, as I always do on Fridays, mosey over to our friends at my bookie, pull up their lines, and we're going to start picking games right off the bat. We got two Saturday games. You know, we got a 4:30 and an 8:20 this week. So be on top of that, especially for your fantasy lineups and whatnot. Um, crazy game last night. You know, as Sando and I were saying, maybe this is the Chargers' year. You know, you watch that game, you watch that Steeler game, and they find a way to win where other years they didn't. And can you know, some questionable things that went on, but yeah, such is life. Um, Houston goes to New York to face the Jets, and they're seven-point favorites. First of all, I just want to tell you this is kind of an odd week. There's some weird matchups this week, and often this time of year, I think you can make money if you're on top of things, you know, at my bookie, because some teams, not that they've cashed it in, but some teams are so worn out and beat up that they just have a hard time competing, and it looks like they've basically given up. And there's some teams that people perceive as bad teams, you know, the Giants and the Raiders I've talked about lately, you know, the Browns, that are thriving and are starting to really pick up their stride. But a couple of these matchups today are just avoids. They're just some yucky ones. But I don't think Houston at New York is. I think the Texans win this game. They still have a lot to play for. They're clearly the better team. I like what we've seen from Darnold a little bit lately, but there's just not much around them. You know, like, how are they getting clowny and Watt blocked? I, I don't see it. I don't think the Jets get much going on the ground. Uh, so I don't know where the points come from for New York. I mean, does Houston run away with this one? I doubt it, but I still think they cover the seven. I think that they run the ball pretty well. Watson makes some plays. Hopkins makes some plays. You know, they're in pretty good shape. I just kind of an odd road environment for them though in the cold but I think they'll find a way to win this game by 10 or so they're just a much better team speaking of better teams I think Cleveland's better than Denver I mean without Emmanuel Sanders without Harris this will be a test though because it's in Denver I mean obviously that's a big deal not an easy place to play at all Mayfield's been phenomenal for the last month I mean since the the change coaching change. He has been great. I mean, they're getting two and a half on the road. I'm picking them to win in an upset spot special cup of mud. And you're going to give me two and a half. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, they can get Miles Garrett blocked. Uh, they're getting Landry more involved. I think Chubb's a very good young player. But the Browns are much better off a quarterback than Denver is right now. I mean, the left tackle situation for Cleveland has been a big problem all year. But Greg Robinson's been serviceable lately. I mean, I think that's noteworthy, especially on the road against these edge dudes. So, crazy, but I think Cleveland's clearly better. Are they willing, are they, you know, at the point of their development as a franchise to take this kind of step and, and win on the road in a tough environment late in the year? We'll see, but 
especially if you're going to give me points, I'm going to take them. I'm not going to bet against them in a game where I think they're the better team. So I told you about my bookie. I've told you about them many times. It's the only place I use for lines and making my bets. And, of course, watching football is fun, but it's a lot more entertaining when you have some action on the games. So, guys, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines. Come on, man. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. That's fun to say. You're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette. You can create a big parlay, pick three teams, and if you hit all three, you turn 100 bucks into 600 There's so much to bet on. College basketball, college football, NBA, NHL, custom props, eSports, you name it. MyBookie is the best bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. MyBookie has been in the business for years, and they've got great online reviews, as well as great reviews from yours truly. And their mobile site is extremely easy to use. Sign up this week, and MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. That's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure to follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They personally respond to every mention and, and direct message. Not to mention they've given away more than $100,000 in free money to their followers this football season. Correction, that's $10,000, not $100,000. Still, hey, I'll take $10,000 in free money. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds and props are posted. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks to bet on sports this year. Log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON25 to get 50% off your deposit bonus. That's promo code LOCKEDON25. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, now I'm going to make my way back to MyBookie. And this one I feel strongly about. Like, if you're thinking about doing one of those three-team parlays, this is one that I would pick. Vikings minus 7.5 at home against the Dolphins. I think the, the Vikings smash them here. And kind of like the, like the Packers did to Atlanta last week. The new coaching change, lots of Dalvin Cook. The Dolphins aren't a very good team. I mean, I don't think the Dolphins are going to move the ball well at all. Drake is banged up. I think that Vikes defense is dominant, causes a couple turnovers, a lot of pressure on Tannehill. And I think the Vikes get back down to basics, a lot of cook. And I don't know if the Dolphins have answers for Thielen and Diggs. So I think this is a smash situation for the Vikes. I think they win this game by 17. I mean, line at 7.5, I feel strongly about that one. Raiders are getting three in Cincy. Ooh, should the Bengals be giving three to anyone right now? I guess they played reasonably well, and I do think Mixon will have a very big game here. The Raiders are playing well, though. I mean, I don't think what they did against the Steelers was fluky. I think Carr is a legit quarterback who's really starting to find his way. Their line's okay, I mean, in the middle. They should be able to keep Geno Atkins somewhat under wraps. But are the Raiders, you know, willing to go on the road and play well? <sighs> this is one of those games I was talking about where... I don't think I'd be putting any money on it. I'll take the Bengals to win, but I'll say the Raiders keep it close. You know, 23-21, something like that. So if you're going to give me points, I'll take it. But this game's kind of yucky. This one's interesting. The Bucks are getting 7.5 in Baltimore. I'm going to take the Bucks with 7.5, but I'm going to take Baltimore to win. Tampa's defense is a lot better than it was early in the year. I'm not saying it's great, but it's respectable. 
It's a little more aggressive. They have some athletes. They have some young guys that are starting to find their footing. And I like Lamar Jackson an awful lot. I just don't think that they're going to be a high-scoring offense in Baltimore. I mean, I don't know that Tampa's going to score a lot of points. Like, I'm not starting Jameis Winston in fantasy, but especially in Baltimore. But I think that this isn't a blowout. Seven and a half's a lot for me to take Baltimore over really anybody. I mean, their style of play doesn't really lend itself to blowing teams out. We know that there's talent on the Tampa offense. But this could be a game Jameis throws three or four picks, too. I mean, Baltimore hasn't created turnovers well, but they're very capable. I'll take the Ravens to win, and I'll give you... and But I want seven and a half in the box. Big game. Big game for the Colts. Dallas travels to Indianapolis. Dallas is getting three. That Colt defense isn't bad at all. But is T.Y. Hilton playing? And if so, he's got like three different injuries. How healthy will he be? He'll probably get Byron Jones if he plays. If he doesn't, I think Byron Jones goes on Ebron. So I think the Colts at home are going to have a really hard time moving the ball. And I love Luck. I love their line. I love the direction this team is going. But I'll gladly take three. And I think Dallas is a better team. I mentioned that the Colts' you know, defense is playing better. But they don't have a real answer for Amari. I think Zeke will be able to get touch the ball a lot in this game. Like He might be the number one fantasy back of the week. I'm going to take Dallas to win in an upset special. And if you're going to give me three, I'm very, very, very cool with that. Here's a yucky one. Detroit is getting two in Buffalo. I don't know what to think of this right now. I think the Bills are playing with more energy and have some better things going for them. Their defense is pretty solid. Lions have a lot of injuries. Tredavis White should be on Galladay. That doesn't leave the Lions a lot else in terms of playmakers at all. Um, Interesting stat, Josh Allen, you know, we know that he is a running fool. But the Lions' run defense, since adding Snacks Harrison, has improved 180 degrees. I mean, dramatically. And they're by far the defense in the league that's allowed the fewest rushing yards to quarterbacks. But it's in Buffalo. I don't like anything really going on with the Lions. No Ansa. I think the Bills win. And I'll give you the two. But this game could really go any which way. The Packers are going to the Bears. Bears are favored by five and a half. I know I just said some good things about Green Bay and that coaching change, but that shot of adrenaline, I think, leaves their body as they go to Chicago. And I know Rodgers tortures the Bears, but this isn't the usual Bears team that he's playing. I think he'll get hit. I don't know if he'll turn the ball over, but I don't think they'll run the ball very well. I think that the pass rush for Chicago will be prevalent. Uh, would, would wouldn't be a surprise at all if the Bears cause a turnover or two. I don't think Trubisky will be asked to do a whole heck of a lot, which is exactly what you want. Probably a lot of Howard, dump-offs to Cohen. Uh, the rest of those weapons are still, you know, scary. I'll give you the points. I'll take the home team here, and I'll give you the points. I just think Chicago is much better than Green Bay right now. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we will finish up. Yeah, we got like six more games here. So we'll be right back. Titans go to New York to play the Giants. I mentioned the Giants are playing better. Will the Titans start to sort of dedicate themselves to Henry a little bit? I have mixed feelings about that, but my hunch is they will. 
Johnny Smith's out. Conklin's out. Mariota's been very uneven. I think Janoris Jenkins, who's playing better, will be on Corey Davis. Can Henry and or Lewis, you know, kind of carry the day on the road? I think this is a bad situation for the Titans. I think Barkley has a day. I think Ingram causes problems. Shepard causes problems. Close game. Man, I'm torn on this one. I I still believe Tennessee is the better team. It's in New York. This line is a very good one. So I'm going to really cut it close and say the Giants win by one. And I'll take the one and a half. So this is an avoid game for me. But I get the Giants like 21-20. I mean, I think it's a real coin flip game. So I'm going to take the home team. But if you're going to give me points, I'll take the points. That's my logic on that one. Here's the yuckiest game ever. Washington at Jacksonville. We got Josh Johnson versus Cody Kessler. The Jags are seven and a half point favorites, which is amazing that they're favorites over anyone, but they should be. I would think Fournette goes off, but I mean, we'll even finish. He never finishes the game. I mean, like, there's nothing to get excited about here. These are both potentially very good defenses, especially Jacksonville. So I'll take the points. Ugh, that's hard to swallow, man. Can Peterson get anything going on the ground? I'm like, I just expect Fournette to be greater than Peterson. But by seven and a half? No. I mean, I got this game like 14-10. Jacksonville wins. Yuck. Stay away. Danger, danger. This one isn't great either. Arizona goes to Atlanta. Arizona's getting 10 on the road. Arizona has five new starters on their offensive line. And a rookie quarterback. And everyone in the world's keen on David Johnson. And Christian Kirk's hurt. And the Falcons' defense isn't that impressive, but on the road, is Arizona putting up any points here? Ugh. I do believe Atlanta's better at home. Julio will see Patrick Peterson all day, and he'll still get his, but that's not easy sailing, of course. Don't like how Arizona has run the ball, or how, well, that too, but I don't like how Atlanta's run the ball. I think their offensive line, particularly the guards, need some work. And them DJ and Jones and those guys are going to cause problems. So I'll take the 10. I don't know that Atlanta blows anyone's doors off at this stage. But I think Atlanta still wins it. So I think they win by 7, 9, something like that. 10 just seems like a lot. Seattle goes to San Fran. They are 3.5-point favorites. I know San Fran's shown some signs of life and Pettis and Mullins and the running game. and I just think Seattle's a much better team right now. Controls the game on the ground. San Francisco's not going to run and hide, that's for sure. Seattle will come out with a lot of six offensive line sets. Run the ball, run the ball. Wilson's clearly the better quarterback. Um, three and a half's not enough for me to sway from Seattle in this one. San Francisco's just the much inferior team. Here's the one close to home. Patriots are three-point favorites in Pittsburgh. lot to digest here. Please check out you know, my show with Dale Lawley all week. Please check out Locked on Steelers, Locked on Patriots. Those guys do great work. It's kind of a must-win for the Steelers. And I absolutely know that the Patriots own the Steelers. And the big thing that worries me from a Steeler perspective is... As this game goes on, I think the adjustments and all those type of things greatly favor New England. I think the Steelers will play a lot of man coverage. I think that they will win both battles at the line of scrimmage. 
I think the Patriots will have a hard time with Juju, with A.B. They'll do their best to take A.B. out of it. I don't see either team running the ball well. I could see Edelman and James White just nickel and diamond the Steelers to death. I expect a very close game, though. Steelers at home, everyone watching. Patriots on the road have been really bad this year. To kind of gain the Steelers win, but it's the Patriots. I got New England 30-28 down to the wire. I'll take the points at home, though. Philly, without any corners, without Carson Wentz. That's a bummer, man. Hopefully he's fine by next preseason and camp and all that. They're getting 12 in L.A. I'm sorry, but I don't expect much of an effort from the Eagles here. I think they get their doors blown off against a pissed-off Rams team with no corners. 12 is not enough. I'm sorry. I mean, I think they can contain Fletcher Cox and Grams and those guys, and the secondary gets killed. The other side of the ball, I don't trust Foles at all. I mean, maybe Ertz catches eight passes for 85 yards and a touchdown or something, but I don't know that those receivers get free all that much. Donald's going to cause problems. Again, Rams pissed off at home against a team without corners and a backup quarterback. 12's not enough, man. Gladly give you 12. I'll take the Rams, man. Monday night, Saints go to Carolina. They're favored by 6.5. Neither quarterback is playing all that great. But I trust Breeze will be fine. The weapons in New Orleans outside of... The two studs, you know, Thomas and Kamara, are a little light right now. But I don't think the Panthers' D is all that good. I mean, I think this is a big Kamara and McCaffrey day. Both those guys rack up all sorts of yardage on the ground, especially through the air. I don't love what I'm seeing from Newton. I do like the Saints' pass defense. I think they'll get pressure on Newton. I do like his young guys, Samuel and Moore. They've really stepped up as the true options, and now Ian Thomas. So I think this could be a back-and-forth game. But I like the Saints' D more than I like Carolina's D. I know that it's in Carolina, but that's not enough for me to sway here from the Saints winning the game. I just don't know if I can give you the points and what I think will be a lot of points in a back-and-forth game, and maybe the team that has the ball last wins it. So give me the home dog in terms of the betting line. But I think the Saints win the game and kind of get back on track on a national audience and show the world that they're, they're still pretty darn good and maybe the best team in the league. All right, guys. Thanks so much. This was fun as always. Uh, I'll be back Sunday evening with three of the hosts from around the Locked On NFL Network, and we will be chatting about the biggest stories then. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, and check out our friends over at DraftKings as well. So, see you later.